Bobaloo. Uh, let's do it. All right. Bob, uh, okay. and we are live. Oh, this is actually our first live one. No, just wow. What a time we live in. Right? Isn't it kind of weird? Samaloo. Like, live. From, exactly. you know, it's pretty cool. We're actually in a studio. Uh, we've been doing some upgrades. We're uh, living it up. Mm -hmm. Wait, have we started? Yes, we are. Okay. We are. Oh wait, yeah, we we're recording, but I'm just saying, like, have we like actually started? Started? Yeah, this is this is happening. Oh, okay, cool. Um, uh, Steven Spielberg is um forever grateful. Yep, he bought us a studio. Uh, it's pretty big. It's mm -hmm. it's it's actually really funny. It's like us and a couple of mics in a gymnasium. Yeah, and it's but somehow the acoustics works out. Are staying? Yeah, like we're in a small room. Uh, and, but it's really just intimidating because we're in the middle of the stadium, right? Uh-huh. And Steven Spielberg is standing way off. Yeah. Not and we behind don't, anything. He normally just pops in, like, right as we're going to start. He just, like, pops in. And we're the only three people in the entire room. Mm -hmm. And he never says hi. He never says hi. And he, to my knowledge... He's never made eye contact with me or you. He makes like... Well, how can you tell? He's all the way over there. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I really... I eat a lot of carrots. Oh, yeah, true. Um, But you know what? Not, en enough about that schmo. Hey, what? I'm sorry. Don't... He slapped me in my... Oh, so he cheeks. does. So he looks at you when he's slapping. No, you. no, no. He doesn't even. He looks. He does that annoying thing where he looks like slightly above your eyes. Oh. Actually, a lot of the times he looks at my mouth. Oh. It's really gross. You do foam a lot. It's kind of hard. No, though. no. He looks at my mouth and has. His, he always has his mouth open. Ew. Yeah. He, so he's like, oh. <laughs> That's yeah, I've never gotten that close with the guy. And I was just talking. I was like, so how you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. And then he slaps me and runs away. <laughs> In retrospect, he's got a funny uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. walk too. He always walks like he like he, he uses oh. his hands a bit more. Honestly, I don't know how on his sets he doesn't like knock things over the way he moves his hands. Oh yeah, he knocks every time he comes into our podcast studio. He knocks everything. He, over. We always have to reset. Yeah, we always time. have to reset. And I, it, guys, this is the, the why the reason why I was questioning. This is the sixth time we've had to reset this. Yeah. Because Spielberg walked over, flailing his hands. That's right. And then he just, but this was before we even showed up. Yeah, though. and you know what? He was just walking around and, like, looking at things. And he was like, <laughs> just ooh, knocking stuff shiny. Over. He's like a little cat sometimes with, like, the a ball. A tiny cat. He's like a very tiny cat. Little, little, uh, little uh, Stevie Esberg is what I call him. Yeah, you know, our call time for this radio station is uh, three hours before we actually do it because we uh, have that room between three-hour window time uh, for him to mess yeah, up. Yeah, for him to mess things up. And take a dump on the floor. <laughs> take a he, dump. Yeah, he's a weird And then Febreze everything. Uh, but big news. Yes. Big moves. Ooh, and big I news. actually, what is the news? Uh, well, you can look up today's news history. Or in, uh, uh, <gasps> oh, history? Oh. No, 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 not history. I I'm saying that the fact that we raised our money. Uh, yesterday I talked, or not, <laughs> yeah. last week I brought up the fact that, hey, hey. you know, we I, uh, Spielberg isn't giving us any more money for new mics. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know if you guys read the newest Insta post, but literally this is our routine. We take one of those like vinyl cylinder things or like uh, phonograph cylinder things, record onto that, then Spielberg like changes it into a vinyl uh, record, 
and then we always have to post on Craigslist how we need someone to put a vinyl record onto SoundCloud. It's ridiculous. And we do that every time. It's ridiculous. And for some reason, there's not... All the people that mm. transfer records to SoundCloud are not consistent. They yeah. are very flaky. So we have to ask someone new each time. But yeah. it's whatever. But we're getting a new mic uh, because we raised enough money. Yay! Uh, thanks 70 to bucks. Fans. 75 bucks. Um, actually... I'm going to I'm going to read some of the names of the people who uh, helped us out. Um, yeah, listen to this and see if it's you. Yeah, if it's not you, maybe you should yeah, I don't know, reconsider about... your commitment to to this podcast. Yeah, don't even Yeah, listen to it. Yeah, no, listen to it. Listen to the podcast. Especially now that it's getting better quality. Um uh cut here. I'm just going to look up the names. Cut. I, I always said... Yeah, I know, but, like, it has to be a large spike. Okay, well... So you can see it. All right, uh, so the people who have helped us... Uh, uh, it's, it's Donna Fryer. Nice. Who's our aunt. Thank you. Kathy uh, Ekman. Nice. Oh. Kathy Ekman, if you're listening, thank you kindly. Um, also, uh, so thank you to uh, thank our you so parents much. Wow. as well, but also uh, to Levon and Allah. Um, who are uh, also friends of the family. Uh, so those those so, four people yeah. helped us out in ways we can literally not describe. Ah. Because now we get to actually speak on two good mics. Um, so that's exciting. I'm excited. I'm, I'm uh, and excited. I'm grateful for the fans. But uh, Zach, what um what's going on? I'll tell you what's going on. Well, I'm glad because I asked. My brother from the same mother. Mm. Uh, well, we got um, uh, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is turning 30. 30 years old. It was an anniversary, I think, like two days ago. Well, you, that that was it. Was that what you got really excited about? What? You no. got really excited. Like you said, you were like, oh, history. And then you, and then we had to talk about mics. I do not. Oh, um, hmm. Well, whatever I was excited about, I forget. Uh, but also, hey, good, good. Those two guys from uh, Game of Thrones got married. Kit Harrington. I don't care. And Rose Lee I don't care. Okay, well. You're, well, you're, it's someone's very important birthday today. Who's that? Uh, uh, Frances McDormand. Oh, she was in the one movie. Uh. Wow, you just really randomly uh, turned Blood into an Simple. old man. <laughs> yeah. Blood oh, Simple. Oh, she was from now, that one movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, so the news is really good, you know, things are happening, blah, blah, blah. But I'm excited about our topic today. Oh, so we're not even really addressing yeah, we, news? Yeah, we did news. We no, did we, new- we barely touched on news, but it's I fine. We can pass you, on who, the news. No, I know, we never pass. I just told you it's the 30th <laughs> anniversary of Who Framed Roger Rabbi, baby. All right, fine. We can settle on that. I that's the news. <laughs> comment below. That's is was that news? Was that Yeah, comment uh, send either DM us on Instagram, which is honestly the best way to do it, what? or you can comment on Sound SoundCloud. Yeah. Second best way. Um, but what's our topic? Our topic is a long title and I love it. It is <clears throat> what constitutes porn? 
basically, right? Was it? Yeah. No, no, like, you know, so um, yesterday, uh, Sam and I, after a, a, a rigorous, nice day of picking flowers and, and pony back riding, we mm. came back home and we decided to watch a little fun film called Pink Flamingo, mm. a movie filmed and directed. It's funny. It was like produced, written, directed, and filmed by John Waters. And it is a interesting film. Wait, I, real quick sidetrack. I didn't know that Francis McDormand was married to Joel Cohen. Yes, sir. Huh. But you know what? There you go. That's news to you, right? Yeah, good call. All right, but yeah, Pink Flamingo. So anyway, so like there were some pretty uh, explicit scenes in it. Uh, <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I don't want to say. I mean, there's a scene where somebody's. Uh, asshole was. Pulsating. pulsating. It was like he was like he, he was trying to push poop out, but nothing was nothing coming was out. coming out. There's a scene where a woman literally eats poop. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the dog, it wasn't even like it could have been done. Yeah, it like the dog pooped. There's like a semi, like Rape a weird. Scene. Yeah, but I don't know what it was because it was like this. Just it was just kind of a, I don't know. Yeah. It was we and someone was okay. And then there's this scene where the mom gave the kid his son a blowjob. What? You don't remember oh, that no, scene? Oh no, no, I do remember that. Ah! That was the most scarring. Oh no. All right, so if you guys, if you, we might just be saying random things to uh, you. I also. But was, this was kind of the. Be- would you say it was like the beginning of drag? Um. Well, I mean. I think drag has been going on for quite some time. Hmm. Well, like the history of like modern drag. I yeah. Well, I, I mean, would say like diva. The... Diva kind of was the star child of it. Like that. I mean, now we have RuPaul, mm-hmm. but Diva was kind of the god, like Godfather, or the, you know, just the the beginner of that classic. I don't know. I don't know. I I'm not a historical man when it comes to. Uh, history of drag yeah i'm not either but But i know yes uh i think it became popularized i'm i'm ignorantly saying this but i believe it was popularized uh from diva Mm -hmm. who was the star of the movie yeah i can't believe i remembered that it was actually shot for on ten thousand dollars yeah wow only ten thousand dollars only ten thousand dollars yeah but think about inflation now, well, still, ten thousand dollars is pretty cheap. Yeah, this came out in ninety or seventy two. Seventy two. Yeah, I'll look up the inflation. Any hoots? Um, so, uh, like, I don't know. Like, what? What is the definition of porn? Yeah, because like for films like these, you see it, like, and there, there are was... definite scenes that you're like, this could be. I, I will say, I will this say, is there was like no a very long extended. Well, I mean, I Sex guess a blowjob is porn, right? But it, like, if but in in its whole, is it porn, or is it? And art? that's what it is. That's you know that. I think the main thing is just like this was definitely going to be undecided for those kind of movies. Like, I would not consider um, this movie a porno because it was it though it was definitely shot like a porno. Like that uh, cheese, like a 1970s porno, which in that sense was maybe the kind of like a parody. It was a parody porno. 
Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. It was a parody porno. I just, it just, I can't stop but thinking that, like, John Waters just only watched porn. Oh, I could believe it. And, like, that was, uh, that would but be he so... also was, wanted to, like, tell stories. Uh, no, I So think... the only way you could tell a story was through a porn type. Well, here's actually, so I I met the man and went to a thing. Um, oh, you met him? I, really? Yeah, I did. Oh, I've never him. heard that one before. Okay. I, I, our listeners don't know my life, man. <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead. I'm just saying, I've heard this guy. Okay, fine. I've heard him say from a few feet away <laughs> that he also was a fan of like the Truffauts and the Fellinis, you know? Mm. But he was probably also a big fan of like those porn. He thought it was funny. He like, he thought those cheesy stuff was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this was his way of making artsy porno. Um, and then there's another, okay, there's another movie called, um, Nymphomaniac directed by, uh, I can't. RuPaul. No. What? I can look it up. No, it's directed by the guy who did, uh, Lars von Trier. Oh, yeah, yes. it was. I, I had to see that for a movie class and I thought it was fantastic. There's two parts. Part one is good. Part two ends really it not a great movie but that movie it, in a way they show everything in a very stylistic way and i had an argument with somebody that like was it pornographic and i argued no because it was in a sense of art it was styling story but if someone just walked in and i said hey this is a porno they would maybe believe me that it was a porno but i said i mean it was it was a commercial film with Real actors, like it had people. It, Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf, she was in it, mm-hmm. and he had sex with people on camera. And well, it's actually, not like it wasn't sex. It. Oh, actually, fun fact: what they did was they CGI'd uh, porn stars' bodies onto the actors. So like it's what? not; it, they're not having sex. They CGI'd porn stars. Like, they got porn uh, actors, and then they CGI'd them having sex. No, they, they filmed them having sex and then took their bodies <laughs> and put it onto the actor. Oh, I got it. So you. Shia LaBeouf is, like, probably just sitting there and, you know, yeah. making faces, mm-hmm. as he does. He does that a lot. Um, And then they actually just had film, you know porn stuff. anyways so like that's another thing i would not consider that a porno but i mean the the definition is um, if it you watch it to get arousal get aha so like no but, but the, the issue with that is okay. you could still get off not, from here's those anything films. also like i mean i i imagine quentin tarantino every time he sees uma thurman's foot in yeah. any of his movies probably has to Change his pants. Mm-hmm. No, uh, okay. By the way, um, we probably should put up a sensor. <laughs> like, this is not a for kids uh, yes, podcast. There's definitely one. a lot of 10-year-olds watching this. Yeah, watching this because they're idiots. <laughs> like, mom, I'm 10-year-olds look- don't understand technology. I'm just watching this wavelength <laughs> or, like, waveform. Okay, so this is the dictionary definition of Pornography. Oh, which is this Webster's or is this Dictionary.com? Yeah, this is Marion Webster. All right, cool. Okay, <clears throat> the depiction of erotic behavior, as in pictures or writing, 
intended to cause sexual excitement. Mater second definition, material such as books or photograph that depicts erotic behavior and is intended to cause sexual excitement. And here's the last one. The depiction of acts in sensual manner so as to arouse a quick in a quick instant uh, in a quick intense emotional reaction. The pornography of violence. Eey. Oh, okay. Oh, so that that may not be erotic, but like the depiction of acts in a sensual manner so as to arouse a quick intense emotional reaction. What? Ugh. What does that mean? Does that mean if I like jiggle my belly and that makes you laugh real quick was that pornography wait if you jiggle your belly and what and you like if someone i jiggle my belly at somebody and they laugh really hard real quick is that pornography was i displaying myself have you done that a lot i'm just saying like say the uh, the kid from uh what is his name chubby from uh oh, that's a porn thing right a chubby <laughs> chubby oh man no okay the kid um from goonies oh yeah and he shakes his belly porn? well it, look at this all right the depiction hold on, is porn, hold on. Then... the depiction of acts in a sensual manner so as to arouse a quick intense emotion reaction sensual so it's sensual and what is the definition of sen sensational oh sensational okay Let's, like let's look at sens- someone who doesn't have dyslexia. No, it, this is what it is. The depiction of acts in a sensational manner so as to arouse a quick, intense emotional reaction. So me jiggling my belly to make somebody laugh is pornography. <laughs> Goonies no, is a depiction pornography. of erotic behavior as in pictures or writings intended to cause ke- uh, sexual excitement. Read number three. Depiction of acts... In a se- sensational yes, manner, that's what I said. so as to arouse a quick, intense emotional reaction. There okay. you go. Yeah, I mean, there it you- has a sentence to the pornography. Well, that that's the same thing as like, have you ever seen the things online that says like book porn? Ah, it's just like, see, that's what it is. Like the uh, porn of like, porn? yeah, yeah, it's pornography of violence. There, like this is that they're not actually saying it's it's. So it, that's, that's what a, it is. That's kind of more of like the verb. So Goonies is a pornography a comedy porn yeah. by the way this is how and you're jiggling your belly is a porn hey, of your belly I, like when i'm shaking my belly i'm like hey look at this porn look at this porn <laughs> uh, look at right, this pornography hold on watch this wait yeah watch this folks oh, okay my phone's gonna say how it's actually pronounced I agree. I concur. Yeah. Good job, uh, Mr. Webster or Mrs. Webster. Um, so, uh, so, so we've gone through uh, necrophilia. So I have. There's this... also Blue is the warmest color, which ah. was a, a kind of a weird film that came out in 2013. Never saw it. Never saw it. Criterion Collection. I don't but... know if I would recommend it or not. It's cool just because it the scenes that don't have to do with sex are cool. But there is a very long sex scene that mm-hmm. I don't think there's any justification on why it should be that long. Mm. It's like four minutes of a very intense and very like visual and definitely could be a porn, just those four minutes. But it's deemed like it won at Sundance. It won, um, I think it was at the Cannes. I think it actually won 
at the Cannes Film Festival. Um, oh yeah, I mean it's like a huge. So like there's but there's things like that. That's like, I mean, granted the whole thing isn't a porn, but why cannot just that part there, like in that four minutes, like if it if it contains a porn, like what does it become? Well, I think it become a movie... the whole thing be a porn. Like how much of their needs does there need to be like very aggressive sex to make it a porn? Also, because there was like three intense. One was major, and then there was like two minor ones. Can I tell you something? What? Um. Oh shoot! What oh. was it? Okay. <sighs> okay. This is a. Gra- this is gonna be a graphic one. All right. Go ahead. Um. So, a long time ago, when I was in college, uh, uh we were looking up funny porns. Mm. And there was one I think called Alice in Pornland or something like Alice in. Yeah, it was an Alice in Wonderland porno. Oh no! What? No! That's what it was. I got it. Oh, it was a Batman. It was a Batman porno, and it was the dumbest thing. Instead of the Joker, it was called the Jerker. Oh my god! And Batwoman. It was. Uh, but here's the thing. It was like it was. It was considered a porno, right? It was yeah. under porno. But honestly, there was not. There was. It was mostly plot with funny stuff oh in it. God. And then ever so often. They'll like have sex in it, and uh, so anyways, like I, I I've seen worse stuff in other movies, like Necrophilia or um Nymphomaniac. I've seen worse stuff than that. So you're saying if this is a porn, why isn't Necrophilia porn? Yeah, like I honestly don't know. I mean, it's just all about marketing or how it's shot. Because once again, Pink Flamingo. Was shot very much like a porno, but the, there were really only two sex scenes, and I don't think those. The, the reason why well, I think Pink Flamingo can be like here's the cast thing. away is that the film was supposed to be filthy. Like I feel like it was made to be not sexual. Bleak. It was made to be like these people are just dirty people. Yeah, because uh, both sex scenes were really uncomfortable. I need, and it wasn't like it was hot in any way. But like the the I'd imagine in necrophilia or necrophilia nymphomaniac nymphomaniac necrophilia is burning thing. Uh, Isn't that where you burn somebody and then have sex with them? Pyromania. Yeah, it's pyromania. Pyro necrophilia. Necrophilia is having sex with dead things. Aha. Well, then pyro necrophilia. Yeah. Anyways, so (laughs) nymphomaniac um, would be. Yes. Yeah, Nymphomaniac is probably the same, right? Where it's like it's kind a porno. Uh oh. Like, is it kind of is, is no. it kind of sex? Like is it? I'm is not. It, it's not disgusting sex. Uh, well, it's, it's like it's actually like beautifully shot sex. But is it, it's like uncomfortable situations? Like no. Like there's also well, little... yeah. Okay, here's the thing. In part two, it gets really uncomfortable. I mean, it's supposed to be uncomfortable because she's a nymphomaniac, so she has no control over, like, she can't stop. Because there's also that one movie um, directed by um, Steve McQueen. Uh, oh, with... uh, well, that's not a... They actually... I don't think they show pornography. Wait, what is it called again? It's called uh, Shame. Shame. Shame is... I mean, there, there are about sex a guy scenes that you do see his penis. Really? And, like, you do see the vagina. Yeah, but there's there's the thing is, like... But that's, but that's the extreme where, like, that can't be considered porn because it is so much to do with... 
the porn, like him watching porn, him having constant amounts of sex is what's tearing him. Like what's going on inside of him is what really matters. So I guess maybe that's what it's all about is the intent of the content. (laughs) Like like, Pink Flamingo was supposed to be made to disgust and, mm. you know, challenge the status quo. Porn is literally supposed to arouse people. It has one intent. But sometimes it can be kind of confusing. Like, what was the intent? Because my mind keeps going back to blue as the warmest color because that four-minute sex scene, maybe uh, some of it can can be shown as being, like, just not not just porn, or but, like, it has to do with her, like, finally embracing her sexuality and, like, the, and the, that really lust and, like, showing that lust, I guess, but not just about, like, getting off. But after, like, the first two minutes, you're kind of just, like... All right, why is this still going on? Like it keeps going, mm-hmm. and it's it's it, it it gets to a point where like you're in a movie and you have a specific mindset where you're gonna be like, I'm going to sit and watch a movie and it's art and I'm going to like soak it in, and then when you watch porn, it's a very different mentality. Yeah. So it's like at that point of that sex scene in the movie, you're like, okay, I mean is this porn now? Like you're kind of at this weird cognitive dissonance where you're like, is this kind of confused on how to think? Cause you're just like, I don't really feel anything besides turned on right now. I think that's it. I think that's what it is. I think it's branding and I think it's intent. I don't think Lars von Trier meant to have people turned on. Um, and he didn't describe it as porn. So, but and it's a, also Lars von Trier. Here's the thing. Uh, you know, a disgruntled parent could label it as porn. Like, there's been movies all over, like, all over the place where I bet people have picketed outside and like, don't watch this, this is porn! You know? Hmm. So really, it's a... Oh my goodness. It's the eye of the beholder. I think, really. What? It's the eye of the beholder. If a movie's porn or not. So once again... It's just... it's If you think it's porn, it's porn. Once again, I'm starting to think Goonies is porn. Because that chubby kid shaking his stuff around... <laughs> gives me a... Oh, boy. Nope! No, I'm not going to finish that. No. What were you about to say, Zach? Well, I was going to... It would make it sound like I'm a creep. I don't know. I'm saying the scene where he does the... The shaking of the belly makes me laugh. What's his name again? Chub, Chubby. Oh wow, you're really just gonna call him by? <laughs> no, Chubs. Truffle. Tr- truffle no, that's, shuffle. It's the truffle shuffle. So it's, it's and his truff. name is the no, his name's not truffle. Truff. Oh my goodness. Uh, comment below. Actually, I'm just gonna look. No, it up. don't don't even listen to this episode. I almost. What are you talking about? This is a good episode. I almost admit, I'm, uh, I a chunk. Yeah, chunk. I it, I, it, I almost made it sound like I was a. Like a weird guy. I can edit it out. Uh, I mean, it's good tent. It's, oh, yeah, it's the best tent. But it's really embarrassing. Yeah, it's embarrassing tent, but it's good tent. I'm going to be... Someone's going to use this to, like... I'm going to get fired. Well, now my... you're putting all these red arrows on you. <laughs> now, if anyone kind of... Like, if some person who might want to blackmail you wasn't listening... Oh, they're going to And now they keep like... hearing us harping about that. I'm saying the trouble shuffle like, oh. was very funny. And I think it was a funny scene because he shook his belly around like a bowlful of jelly. Yes. 
Alright, so it seems like we're undecided. Very much so in this porn versus film. So undecided. Two thumbs down. I Well, thumbs undecided. Two thumbs... Yeah, I'm saying two... Oh. Do you even know the title of this show? It, yes, I do. <laughs> two thumbs undecided. You know, I was describing this show to our own dear father. Uh. And I, I was saying, hey, do you listen to podcasts? And he goes, no, not really. And I go, hey, you should look at this one podcast, Two Thumbs Undecided. And I described the entirety of it. Yeah. Not letting him know I was in it, you yeah. and I. And he's like, oh, that sounds great. And then he looks at it, and then he's like, oh, that's you. And I, Oh, I, that's good that you got him to watch it or look at it. Yeah, no, but, like, he didn't know what we were doing. Here. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think, Steven I don't think Spielberg. He, Spielberg, yeah, Spielberg doesn't know what we're doing. I, I don't even think he thinks this is a movie yeah. related. I he, Like I said, he just looks at me, me mouth. <laughs> he looks at me mouth and just breathes. He's a, uh, he's a weirdo. D okay, final words okay. for porn v um, Disregard what I said before because it sounded like I was a creep. Uh, and two, I love Goonies. Three... Um, I think a movie is described if you describe if you put it in a genre as porno, it's a and your intent, your true intent was to make people arouse sexually. Um, it's a porno, but I think truly, pornos can be up to the eye of the beholder. Yeah, I mean it's kind of hard to avoid. I think in in regards to like. Is it actually porn? It's mostly to do with who produced it. If it's a porn company, yeah, then it's a porno. Yeah, because like there is definitely a lot of porn companies that that's all they do. Yeah, and if it's if it's directed by Lars von Trier, and it's I mean I guess the question comes in like those Here's... really indie directors mm -hmm. who like are doing sex just to be like surprising and to get people's attention because oh, sex sells. Wait a minute, what about Russ Meyer? We didn't talk about Russ what Meyer at all. He, he, all of his movies are basically, I mean, I, I have never seen one of his movies, but they're all meant to be titillating. It's like about, what movies? uh, run, uh, fast, uh, run f faster, faster, pussycat, kill, no, kill, kill, pussycat, fa faster, pussycat, kill, kill. Hmm. It's basically, it's a, it's an exploit, it's exploitation movies, mm -hmm. and it's about a lot of large-breasted women running around, the. Uh, Beating up guys. Is that the one directed by uh, Ross Meyer? E Roger Ebert. What was the th oh yeah yeah Roger Ebert uh, direct he wrote the screenplay to Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, mm -hmm. which was a Ross Meyer ex uh, movie. So um, yeah, films like that, which I feel like were much more prevalent in like the seventies, which are kind of like exploitation films. Yeah. That's that gray area because it's not they're not. The directors are known for making those sexy films, but it's still not porn, and, maybe, and somehow it's still accepted. Maybe, maybe exploitation films are, like, on the cusp of being porn. It's kind of like they, They're meant to be, like, sexual. They're meant to be the exploitation movies, and really movies like Baywatch and, well, not the movie, but they're, they are supposed to be stimulating, but not... Uh, Stimulation is sexual. <laughs> My dill is. This is a pickle. Uh, I I I don't know. A pickle could be. I mean, you show a pickle could got, also be stimulating. Yeah, they, I'm like you could look at a pickle and just be like, what? But, but getting back to <laughs> exploitation films, that's hard because hard people. But the thing is, is 
what about those films? Like, people aren't actually, like, normal people aren't going to, like, be masturbating to, like, oh. these films. You well, know? And that's the thing, you know? But, like, if they're still really sex, like, but do they also have, like, vivid sex scenes in them? Some of them. But there's still plot to it. Yes. And, the, and that's what I think it's all about. It's all about marketing. Like, if yes, yes. Like, if a porn company makes a porno, it's a porno. But, yeah. You know, wait. I think if... if Hold on a second. Hold on a second. What about if a porn company makes a movie that isn't, like, nobody has sex? And they still market it as porn. Well, there'd be a lot of really disappointed people. I'm just saying, I'm looking at my phone right now. When I was, I was like, you know what I use this for? I use this as a paperweight. It becomes a paperweight. I'm saying, if someone says something's a porn, it's a porn, okay? They have to back it up, but I think it is. I That's my final statement, okay? It's but in that the could be very the... damaging if I, like, say, like, hey, there's, like, this one sex scene in it. It's porn. It is Then damaging. people will think of it as a certain character. They won't why, think of it as art. Uh, that's why I, wh- what I'm saying I think is true. But I think we need laws in this world or we are going to be unhinged. So I think porn companies should genre their stuff as porn. And I think people should have the decency to market their stuff as either, you know, not porn. Like... Lars von Trier should have if he thinks, wow, this is really pornographic. But what makes, but for you, Yeesh. what makes necrophilia nymphomaniac? Not porn? Nymphomania, not porn. I honestly think it's because it was more plot based, and it was it just so because. Plot. I think it's the plot. I don't think the intention was to make people. It was the intent. The intent was not to cause arousal. It was meant to be a story of somebody who has this horrible um afflict um this you know problem with sex Mm. and i think in a movie where someone has problem having a lot of sex you gotta show some sex or at least he decided to show a lot of sex and i thought it was compelling it was a compelling story is porn bad Ooh. uh well there's ways to look at that. Um, do you want to get into this? No, we can do that for next time. Comment <laughs> below. It's porn bad. It Anyways. Is porn, but that's a- uh, so let's go now to, do you want to read some quotes? Uh, yes, we can do quotes. Or, wait, you, uh, what was your final say on it? My saying I, I was... I can't... My final say is... Too I think it's... I think it plot is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I would still not title uh, 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 Blue is the Warmest Colors of Porn. I think it's... If the plot is more important than the sex... If the plot and what the fe- uh, characters are actually feeling mm-hmm. is obviously more important than the actual act of, of sex, mm. then if the characters are depicted as humans instead of just as sexual beings or having some sort of motive besides just sexual, then it's it's art. Or it can be art. And it's not a porn. So porn is just... There's no... They're, they're just horny. Mm-hmm. So. I, I, yeah, I, I can concur a little bit. 
Um, good. All right, so, so what are you on to say? our. I'm gonna read an article from this GQ magazine. Mm. For some reason, by the way, folks at home, GQ keeps sending me magazines, uh, and I don't know why. I didn't. I have not signed up to GQ. I've never. I like GQ, but I've never. Yeah, I've never signed up. But they keep sending. I think I'm. I think I'm caught in one of those loops, or what is it? Mm-hmm. Like Zachary Ferguson in Australia is paying my bills, <laughs> and he's like, "Well, my bloody, oi!" Weren't you on a cover of the GQ? Yeah. Like, yep. wasn't that a joke? There was someone that looked like you on a GQ magazine. Um, I guess yes, yes, and I was on GQ. I don't remember this. Okay, never mind. Uh, um, but I want to read uh, a paragraph. From this article, and then uh, I'm going to tell you what the uh, title of the article is, okay? Mm-hmm. So here it is. Here's one of the, the, one of the um, paragraphs, and it has to do with our topic kind of today. In, te- in his telling, Don was caught in that lonely isthmus of awareness where one doesn't understand everything but knows enough to be deeply wounded by it. Listen. It's tough being a 12-year-old, he told, he told New York Magazine in 2004. You're not quite a man, but you think you are. You think you know everything. Being driven to school every day and you see the front page and it's divorce. Best sex I ever had. And you don't even know what that means. At that age, kids are naturally cruel. Your private life doesn't and becomes public. And I didn't have anything to do with it. My parents did. So that was a, a paragraph from uh, a, an article called Junior, the real story of Donald Trump Junior, written by Julia Ife. A burdensome little life in a giant shadow. There you go. Don Jr. Junior. Not going to lie. I have no idea what you're saying at this point. What are you talking about? I read you an excerpt. This is a this is an article about Don Jr. Don Jr. Don Trump's boy. <laughs> what accent is that? That's um the whatever um Sean Connery had in uh in Indiana Jones Last Crusade. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Junior. Yeah. Hey, here's a question. Here's a movie question. Why the heck does Indiana Jones not have a British accent, but his father does? I think his his father might be a more traveled man. Or maybe his father was from the UK, but then raised his his, his kid in the US. Or maybe his father never spent time with his son. That's so he never most. got the accent. That's uh, really sad. Comment uh, below. Yeah, <laughs> that is really sad. Comment below. <laughs> Hello. Comment, Hello. Comment, comment below. <laughs> comment above. Oh. If you guys can figure out how to comment above, <laughs> we're really trying to figure out this technology. We're trying to figure out this. Wait, we make we sh- if we ever make an app for this, we should just the videos the, at the real yeah the, the videos bottom. at the very like, bottom. So you can just see the, the comments beforehand. Like, actually, oh that's an interesting that's social a dumb experience. idea. No, that's a, I, I want to do that. Okay. If we ever do this as like an app or something, I want the video at the very bottom so we everyone has to read all the comments it? and all the spoilers beforehand. So like people like the you open up the thing and it goes, "Wow, I can't believe Zach and Sam said uh, 
that spoiler, and then they say the spoiler. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that'd be funny. Okay, right, onto so one of my favorite. What? Yes. what one of my favorite segments. Movie reviews. Movie reviews. We're going to start actually re- reviewing things out of um, a thousand. Yes. Um, so. Uh, one being the worst. One being oh, the worst. One being the best. What? Yeah, one is the best. A thousand is the worst. Okay. All right. We're going to see how. Uh, we're going to do this for one time. Yeah, we'll see. And then we'll see, see the reaction. Comment below. So I watched this movie called The Seagull. Mm-hmm. Um, stars Sheer Sharonin, um, the one lawyer, or the one senator who kills himself in House of Cards. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> first season. <laughs> Spoiler. Uh, uh, Isn't that that with that, wow. That's... Bald guy. Oh, Corey Stoll. Uh, it also has Annette Benning. It's a really good film, and it's actually based off of an old, uh, I mean, very classic Russian play mm. um, and based off of a british oh wait we're talking about are we talking about two different things I was it's, a, well, of... it's a classic chekhov russian play from like the early 1900s but it was so good because it, it's like i started off thinking that it was going to be a very typical romance but it was a very honest like what would actually happen if you were in a love triangle and it also had to do with like young young people who were trying to be artists so badly and like who were so passionate, but also it had people from varying different age groups in love with different people. It was really comp- like convoluted, but very well executed. And of course, it's a play that has stood up for over a hundred years, so of course it has. But I was really blown away with it. I highly recommend it. Nice. Um, I hated Sheer Sharonin's character at first because I fell for that girl before. The girl that's just so pure and innocent and just like on just the Yikes. biggest blue eyes and Yikes. everything. Dial but, it back, buddy. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm bringing up old, old pain. Buddy. But, you know, that is from uh, Rick and Morty. What? That buddy thing. That sound. No. Yeah. No. Yes, it is. No, where they go. No, I. Buddy. What? Buddy. Oh, I mean, like, Rick talks like that sometimes where he goes like, like. I don't know. Maybe. There was just this guy I lived with who also said spoke like that, but was referencing Rick and Morty all the time. Yeah, I don't reference Rick and Morty. All right, well, you got That's cliche. Well, it sounds like you're doing it. I'm not. I just that's how I talk. Oh boy. Anyways, um, you know, if I started speaking in Canadian, would you say, "Wow, you're really trying to do a strange brew," right? I would say that. Yeah. Uh, but okay. I would, I would say, I would give Seagull a. One hundred. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have to do the math. This is also that one hundred and eighty. Yes. Eight. Oh wow, that's pretty good. Out of a thousand. Yeah. No, but one being the best. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, zero. No, yeah, a thousand is okay. Oh yeah, okay, fine. Zero's the best. No, my no, no, bad. no, 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 because right, then that's a thousand and one, basically. All right, I'm gonna start taking notes though. Okay. Of these ratings that we give. What? What did you give it? I gave it one hundred. Um. One hundred eighty-eight. Okay, cool. Um. So my movie I watched recently is called The Wrong Guy. Uh, this is from 1997, starring David. Fully from uh, Kids in the Hall. Oh man, it was. Uh, it's about 
uh, a guy who, after being caught, uh, <laughs> it's a comedy, and it's about a guy who is, who, he gets mad at his boss, and then he, and then he gets blamed for murdering his boss, so he goes on the run, um, even though the cops already have, already know who the real killer is, so it's just kind of a funny thing of, like, this guy running away, getting into mischief. That's Hitchcock. Was it Hitchcock? No. Who directed it? Yeah. This is 1997. It's a, it's a, it's a classic 90s-esque movie where, like, it's not, it has really cheesy effects. Uh, there's, I, I will say there is an Alfred Hitchcock reference to it. There's a scene where a guy's about to fall off a, um, a mini golf, um, Statue of Liberty, like, statue, and it's, um, he's falling off, and then he falls off it, and instead of plummeting oh. to his death... I was thinking of the wrong man. No, yes, that, no, see, that, that's the thing, when you look up this movie, make sure you look up the wrong guy, okay, because there's the wrong man, and then there's the wrong guys, which stars, I think, John Travolta... Um, I liked this movie. I thought it was really funny. There were a lot of funny bits. Uh, my favorite bits was, uh, the two detectives who are on his case. Um, they're given unlimited supply of money to catch this killer, the real killer. So the entire time, uh, they just, (laughs) they just go to strip club. Like there's a scene where they're like, you think they're like, they have to talk to like some stripper, uh, or whatever for information. And they just go like. Hey, have you ever seen, like, do you know this man? And they go, no, never seen him in his life. Oh, okay. Hey, um, make sure we get two seats in front. That's funny. <laughs> and it's just a quick scene. Anyways, they do that throughout the entire movie, and it's it's very it's Canadian. funny. Oh, yeah. Kids also, in the-, the band Bare Naked Ladies made cameos as singing policemen. Really? Yeah. I remember that scene. Mm-hmm. Wow, that they were. Bare Naked. Actually, that scene was really funny because... He's like stuck in a trash can. Anyways, I'm going on and on about what's, it. What's what's the rating? Oh boy, um, I would give it a. Oh, Ugh. that was a two hundred and eighty-three. There cool. you go. All right. Uh, well, looks like you uh, people who have listening to this have heard the beginning of a new fad. Of rating things out of a, a thousand, and we hope that it grows one larger being and the larger. Worst. I mean, one being the best. One being the best, of course. Why? Why else would it be that way? <laughs> um. Um. Also, anything else? Yeah, comment below. Uh, comment below. Comment above. And just so we have it, a nice clean sound. Uh, if we ever figure out the technology, comment above. Comment above. Let's say it at the same time. Three, two, one. Comment, comment below. A love. A love. Oh, well, I said a shoot. love. I was going to say. Wait, say it again. I was going to say. Comment. Below. Wait, comment. Three. three. Comment, comment above. above. One more time. Three, two, one. Comment, comment above. above. Why are you saying it like that? Rick and Marty. <laughs>